see on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Before you checked yourself in here, you were working as an exorcist and master of the dark arts. That says master, does it? Well, I should really change that to Paddy Dabbler, I hate to put on it. I'm addressing the entity inside. Hear my word! Hello and welcome... You are listening to DC on CW, Constantine Edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app. It's available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Simply search Rain Man Digital. You can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. And once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. Uh, We are also now live on Twitch with every DC on CW broadcast. There will be some exceptions like this week. Except this week. (laughs) Technically, we're closed. Right. Yeah. It is a network holiday for us here, but Bob and I are still in the studio. Mike's a slave driver. Bringing you content. Uh, So you can find us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv and searching Rain Man Digital. Uh, Ordinarily, we will be streaming live there. So, um, yeah, it's me, Lauren, and Bob, and we're here while everyone else gets the week off. We're here. That's yeah. how much we care about you. Yeah. All right. Just want so, me, me to get these done. Uh, yeah. October's coming fast. That's, that's really what it is. Let's <laughs> yeah. be real. <laughs> yeah. We would take the week off, too, but then a later week would just get really busy for us. Right. Exactly. There's just no way. <laughs> um, so the first bit of, uh, of news to, to cover right now is just that... Constantine has been on the CWC app or, you know, website or whatever. And I guess it's been on there, Bob said, since like they bought the rights to the character. Yeah. I mean, since I think he showed up on Arrow. And now it's automatically just like it's about to come off of there. They're they're removing it just as we're starting to cover it. So real sorry about that. Hope you've already watched it or you are <laughs> buying the season on Amazon or you have the Blu-ray. Or, <laughs> or you know how to do it in other means. Or you have other means of watching things on the internet. That or, or, or you're going to buy the CW Universe because I think that's where it's going. DC Universe? Did I say CW you Universe? You did. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Interesting. Yes. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, that seems like a likely place. Yeah, so. And that's supposed to start when? I believe uh, September, end of September here coming up. So next couple of weeks. They really haven't done official dates yet. They've been showing like Kevin Smith that a live like Instagram thing or something with them. But I don't, they still have no dates. But it looks like a lot of the DC content that they're going to put on there is starting to get pulled from like the CW and a lot of Netflix. And I would assume that Batman, the animated series is going to get pulled from Amazon here any minute too. So really? Yeah. I mean, if it's all going to be on the thing, well, why would give it away? That's true. Well, I mean, is it on Amazon for free? Like included with prime or free? Huh? Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I search Batman a lot and just random things to see if what's on there. 
Huh. Amazon has a lot of Batman shit for free. Weird. Hmm. Mm, okay. They well, they may have like a, a contracted time, you know, like they may have like a contract for a specific yeah. amount of time that it's gonna be on there, and then once that expires, they either renew or take it off. Um I I feel like I'm concerned about all of the shows from CW being on Netflix anymore. They they had that billion dollar like six year contract though. Okay. All right. Cool. So, so Good. that one's still gonna go as long as six years. So like what three? Hooray! Three, four more years. <laughs> <laughs> the lifespan of these shows probably. <laughs> I don't see them going any further than the life of this contract. Well. Well, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying, do you see Arrow or any of them going into like supernatural, like 20 year anniversary bullshit? No, but you know what I mean? Like they, they could, they could, they could make it work with one or two of the shows, but Arrow, no, no. Um, unfortunately, I've, that's, that's a show that definitely is like, it's nearing they, they the know. end of its lifespan. We'll probably, we know it. We'll, we'll, CW knows it. Yeah, we'll probably be getting into that more when we get into our regular season. But uh, a lot of the cast members are first-time directors this year. So they're all getting their hands in while they can. Yeah. So, um, so with that, let's just uh, let's get into this episode here. So today we're going to be talking about Constantine, episode four, Feast of Friends. Uh, it's an old friend of Constantine. He comes... He brings a brand new threat to Atlanta. <laughs> Super new cool thing. Uh, if I was Atlanta, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, why does all this shit happen here? Why? <laughs> okay, so before we get started, when this they this whole thing happened and like the people started biting each other and eating everything, I was like, oh, this is just the beginning of Walking Dead before Rick wakes up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bug that started it. <laughs> That's all I was thinking. I was like, you could totally just splice this in and then Rick wakes up from a coma. Perfect. And that's that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I just, just figured out the beginning of Walking Dead. <laughs> um, okay, so this episode was directed by John F. Showalter and written by Cameron Welsh. Um, so this week, got a very important question to ask uh, and hopefully an answer. Is Constantine an asshole? It's uh, a little bit of a gray area for me, it, but overall, it, I think not. Really? Mm-hmm. I, he, he did a lot of things this week that just towed that line of like, wow, you're a fucking dick. Yeah, but at the end of the day, uh, he comes through and he understands people's motivations. And what they want. You know what I mean? Like, cause I, cause there was a, there was a moment towards the end. Um, okay. So, so let's, let's just fucking rewind real quick. Talk about this whole <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, so, <sighs> all right. His friend comes to him for help. He gives him a whole lot of shit. Um, he talks kind of a lot of shit about him. And, there are some things that he did that made me think like, wow, you're you're kind of a dick. But at the same time, like, no, nah, he's kind of totally right. And you know what? I call out my friends like that, too. It's the people that I don't give a shit about that I don't call out. It's not worth the time, right? Exactly. 
I got that. But if you're friends with a junkie and even if, you know, they've they've kind of wandered out of your life, you're not just going to be like, no, it's okay. Like you're you're doing great. Like because no, they're not. You, you're wasting your life. You're being a piece of shit. Um, you fucked up. Like they, there's there's no other way to get that through to them. Someone who has literally had things handed to them and squandered all of it. If you care, uh, you you're you're gonna say something, and you're gonna be kind of a dick because that's the only thing that's gonna get it across. Especially, I guess, for a character like Constantine. Yeah, that's his way of. He's not like a sugar coater. Yeah. So I ultimately, there were a couple moments where I was like, eh? but then like after it, like, no, he's not an asshole. Does he? Does he sound like a dick? Absolutely. So, so you don't think the fact that he kind of like damned his friend, you know, like who's the vessel and so that's the l- thing, like all that trickeration that was going on there. That was the big moment where I was just like, oh fuck, dude, really? Um, but then Gary turned around and he was just like, this is why we're alone. Like this is why it's just the two of us here. I can finally give my life some sort of meaning. Like it, this is what, this is something that his friend wanted. He felt so responsible for unleashing this demon. Um, and he also felt responsible for a lot of other things like Astra and stuff like that. And he, he felt responsible for just kind of being fucked up all the time. You know what I mean? Like he, he got into like shooting up heroin and stuff like that. It, it just, he was absolutely not making any efforts to make his life better and there was so much guilt weighing him down he wanted to do something that meant something more than just because getting his life together that would have just been for him basically you know what i mean so so constantine even though that was kind of a it kind of seems like a dick move to damn your friend like that at the same time i mean i don't think his soul is going to hell you know what I mean? Like he died. He gave up his life and gave up his body, but um, he sacrificed himself and he was happy. You could see it in, in like the actor's face. You know what I mean? Like he was portraying that and he was happy to do something that would make his mistakes right because he was responsible for numerous people getting killed by bringing that thing back to America and taking it out of that guy to begin with. So do you think... That went over well with Zed and the rest, you know, I guess Zed was the only person there this week, but, you know, how he treated her or treated him like as like an outside person or a third party to it. Could you trust somebody that you perceive as doing whatever it takes? It depends on the motivations and whether you can see them or not, because he does keep Zed in the dark and that would that would that would make me so mad. To be in her shoes and to constantly be kept in the dark. Um, I just want to know what's going on. Yeah, because for me, it almost feels like if I was Zed in that moment and I saw how he kind of, it's perceived that he played like this person that was his best friend for 20 years. I've known you for 20 fucking seconds. Yeah. And you're you're like, touch this, do this, do this. You're like, wait, are you manipulating me like you, like I perceived you just did to this man? I think in Zed's instance, it helps that he has Chaz around because Chaz is his oldest friend. Um, and if he's still sticking by him, 
he's probably actually an okay dude, even though he kind of comes across like a dick. But she hasn't even met Chaz at this point. Remember, he's fixing the cap still. No, no, he was uh, he was in uh, the last episode. Remember the tiger in the ambulance? Oh, yes. And Chaz is the one My that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she I mean, she's met Chaz. She's hung he, out with I him. I forgot he just disappeared again this week. Yeah. Um. So it just it, I think that helps. It, I think that helps a lot. It, it's just like a. So drawing off of what we've seen from him on Arrow legends last year like did that character we saw this week seem very different from what we've seen on cw so far not yes and no um not entirely didn't seem like an altogether different person Mm -hmm. but at the same time yeah i mean he's definitely different he's less haunted he's less like now it's like you see a tortured soul Mm -hmm. in him there you just see like a guy who's seen some shit Right, exactly. They've um, lightened it up a little bit yeah. for a CW, which is not surprising in any way. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, I mean, they, he they still feels like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it still feels like Constantine. He still feels like he's playing the same character, but a little less in the shit. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like it seems like he's. This is yet another thing that he's gone through. It seems like the Astra thing isn't so far behind. He hasn't done enough, seen enough gone through enough to to really get past that um it's still super haunting him um you know there's all of the you know the the rising darkness and stuff like that so i don't know i I did appreciate how this week they brought in the astra storyline without really going into it again like Mm -hmm. we still don't know what's going on like like we know because we know (laughs) but right like of the viewer or you know we haven't been told yet for tv wise and it was just like, oh, well, you know, we had those conversations between them two bringing it up. And it was just like, all right, we 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 see some dark shit there still. I like that because it when they go into it and when they talk about it too much in detail right away, it seems we don't like the monologue. Yeah. Yeah. That and like it it sounds like this was unspeakable. You know what I mean? Like what happened there? was uh, crazy dark and crazy terrible, even for John Constantine, who deals with demons and spirits and angels. And you know what I mean? Like he deals with all of this shit, hauntings and possessions and murders and all of this stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. He's seen it all. And this still, still threw him for a loop. You know what I mean? Like it was that bad. That demon was that terrible that even john was kind of afraid and definitely shaken by it yeah um and then you know add in he had to damn a a small girl's soul to hell um to get rid of the demon so of course there's guilt and everything involved with that as well and that made it so much more traumatizing but i i feel like them talking about it referencing it but only but never getting into the details of it works well because you when you go through something traumatic you don't want to get into the details you can talk about it you can kind of skirt around the edges of it but you don't want to get in that shit again yeah you don't need a whole episode flashback episode or you don't want to fully relive it and there may come a time in the end of this season or further into this season where finally zed is like you need to fucking tell me what happened with astra who is she what happened 
give me all of the info or I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially if he keeps acting like this in front of her. Mm-hmm. So where, again, it, it just looks like he's playing a game with all these other people. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, he gave his friend something that he wanted and, and his friend made a super selfless sacrifice to make up for the deaths that he caused and, and the guilt that he had and stuff like that. And that's great. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there's definitely, he needs to chill out on making it seem like he's an asshole. He definitely was throwing that vibe a lot of this episode. And mm-hmm. again, it's, it's, I don't know if it's just because of what we saw again with the, three or four episodes he's been on on the the CW and it's just a completely different attitude. I think and, also he was dealing with someone he he's known forever. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Guess it's kind of like if you hear me talk to Ryan you never believe that he's one of my best friends. Oh yeah. Like, if, you guys even like each other? I'm like, yeah. But you can't talk about the fuckhead that way. Only I can talk about the fuckhead. That exactly. Way. And that's how that's how I am with one of my other friends too. He's one of my oldest friends. And I like I kind of I I have a John Constantine moment and I'll notice that other people are like, oh my God, you're such a bitch to him. And I'm like, it's fine. He can take it. We've been friends since we were like 15 years old. <laughs> if I would have broken him, I would have broken him so long ago. Also, he's been shitty to me too. <laughs> like we both go at each other. It's fine. We know that there's no actual malice there. We're just harsh with each other because we know we can take it and it doesn't matter to and us. We, and we like, still know the, like, the boundary of where to take it. Right. We never say anything actually fucked up. You know what I mean? Like we're just like harsh and kind of like really, really, uh, aggressively sassy i guess is a way to put that like (laughs) we just i don't know why that would just maybe just aggressively sassy towards each other (laughs) we just sound mean but there's there's no lack of love there there's no uh mal malice behind anything sorry (laughs) i was trying not to cough into the mic (laughs) obviously that worked out well (laughs) um yeah so i i feel like when you're dealing with someone, especially someone who frustrates with you as a friend, you know what I mean? Like that they frustrate you and you're kind of annoyed by their life choices. Your attitude shifts around them. Like the people that you know can do better or that actually disappoint you in some of the choices that they make. Mm -hmm. You're a little bit harder on than Joe Schmo walking down the hallway. Yep, exactly. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, he, um, I don't know. It does come across like he's just using him for sure. It does come across like that, like breaking into the museum, stuff like that. But at, at the end of the day, eh, whatever. Not an asshole. He's, I don't think he's an asshole. I think he acts like he's an asshole, but he really does give a shit about people's desires and motivations and what they want and what they care about. Okay. So... I, uh, I mean, he was holding his friend's hand as he was sitting in that room screaming. You know what I mean? Like, he was just sitting there holding his hand. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to sit next to someone screaming their head off, especially if it was, like, my fault that they're, yeah. like, in that situation. I found, like, a room further down the hallway. Uh-huh. But like instead, how- he is right next to him holding his hand, and he looks really heartbroken. He looks completely ridden with guilt. Um he looks really upset he gives a shit and an asshole doesn't give a shit assholes, assholes don't shit, shit. 
stop it. <laughs> we just like, locked eyes. And it's just like, there's a fucking poop joke coming. <laughs> <laughs> there's poop here. Um, yeah. And that unspoken moment with Manny the angel. Um, you know, he shows up in the room. He sees what's going on. He, he already knew. That's why he showed up. Mm. And he just sat down and sat with John in solidarity. And this angel's kind of a dick. So like, you know what I mean? Like that's uh, Yeah. Talk he, about mixed messages getting sent. He doesn't hate John. He's just kind of an asshole. Yeah. So whatever. But I mean, I think, I think that says a lot too. You know, he sees what John did and John is willing to take on the guilt basically for his friend and kind of free him from his mortal coil. Um, yeah. I'm going to do the live read. Yeah. Great. Let's talk about Patreon. So if you want more DC on CW, go to patreon.com slash rainman digital to get some. We're constantly adding additional content each and every month, including the DC on CW presents where DC on CW hosts discuss any and all things DC related. I know we've got one coming up for Halloween spooky times, but we will talk about that later on. Just keep an eye out. Uh, also, the new Black Lightning series has been added to our lineup of shows to cover. But in order to hear our discussion on the series, you've got to pledge to our Patreon. When you pledge $5 or more a month, you gain access to... <laughs> when you pledge $5 or more a month, you will gain access to all of this plus hours of additional Rain Man digital content. I was like, did you just stroke out? <laughs> it just sounded like half your mouth went numb. <laughs> I, was, I like slurred my way through when you pledge $5 or more a month. And so I just rolled with it for a second. Right. Just making sure. Oh. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Had a little mini stroke. Yeah. Hmm. So, um... For fans of the Hellblazer comic, this should have seemed really familiar. It should have been very, very memorable. Um, it pulled a lot of its elements from the first ever issue of the series. Uh, Bob, did you read Hellblazer? I had n- I'd never read a Constantine book in my life. Oh, boy. Have you? Yeah, some. Um, I haven't read all of it. And... I've never read like the first issue or like the beginning of Hellblazer, like the original Hellblazer run. I read back in the day, it was harder to actually find things uh, in order or like comics were totally bastardized when they went to volumes and you could never find things in order. And it would always be like, oh, this is Hellblazer like three, four and five. But then there's also like... I don't know, Swamp Thing 3 in there. You know what I mean? Like, that's this volume. It was never, it was never chronological the way it should be and the way it is now. Uh, And for me, I was always into the major characters. Mm -hmm. And this was probably way too adult for me. I mean, uh, Ryan makes fun of me because, like, he'll be like, have you seen such and such? I'm like, my dad didn't let me watch rated R movies. Oh, God. I was reading Spawn (laughs) when I was a child in the 90s. Yeah. Which, I was a teenager, so I could read that then. Well, I wasn't, and I shouldn't have been reading it, but I stole my brother's comic books. Yeah. And here we are. The foul-mouthed bitch I am today. Um, well, so, obviously, I was sheltered from some of that stuff, and look at me. Right, there you go. Um, so, yeah, but I never, uh, I always had a hard time finding, like, volumes of things, or, like, 
the ones that I needed or something like that. And comic book shops weren't always the place that I wanted to be. So um, I, I've read some, I've read bits and pieces the way that kind of everyone used to just do it. You know what I mean? If you weren't really heavily invested in comics. Yeah, if you didn't. Just grab like, a couple issues out of the bins and like, okay, this is, I'm jumping in at this part of the story. So if you weren't even sure where the story began or ended. Right, right. It's not like today where we know it's like it's a 12 issue thing over <laughs> the 12 issue miniseries. Uh, issue 11 was delayed and there was a serious like printing error and blah, blah, blah. But DC reshipped it. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I never, I never read this issue of Hellblazer. I never read the beginning of the original series. Um, I did read the, the newer series from like Rebirth and stuff like that. So, um, but it's John that goes to Africa and then the, uh, the U S and he's like trying to get rid of a hunger spirit. And if you look, uh, if you look up info, like on the Wikia or something like that, you can see there's really, really obvious parallels. Like you, there's panels that there are pictures of and it's just like, oh wow. Yeah. That's literally the basically took the same sort of design that was on the guy's face in the, the comic, like in that panel and made it simplified for TV and carved that into the dude's face. And there you go. Like, yeah, him tripping out, like all sorts of that stuff was a thing. Yeah. So it's always nice cool. when the source material comes back. I yeah. Think, I think we like that more than anything. Or again, if this was something that we were familiar with, we probably would have recognized it right off the bat, but Mm -hmm. Again, there's thousands of comic books up there. We know a lot of them, and this wasn't one of them. Yeah, but I think it's really important because it's it was enjoyable as a standalone story. You know what I mean? But like, if you were familiar with the story from the comic, you'd be like, oh, shit, cool. Like, they took this right from the source material. Awesome. Um, they just changed it around a little bit. Yeah, which we see that in everything that comes out. Right. I mean, it's Doesn't important to change always. it up. So uh, this week we got more development, though. Both character show. Great. Awesome. Um, the major question that we've been asking ourselves is uh, how dark can they go? How dark will they go? You know, how how much can NBC get away with is the big question. Um, this week. It was. It was pretty gross. Lots, lots of bugs. The bug thing always creeps me out. Like I, I hate the fact that when they show bugs going down somebody's throat, I'm just like always like. Ugh. I don't like oh. bugs. I especially don't like bugs that look like cockroaches. Um, <laughs> and when they're flying down my mouth, it's absolutely horrible. I was cleaning a room in my house, <laughs> like uh, like two weeks ago, maybe, and I moved something, and I saw a large body of a brown. Very big, beetly looking son of a bitch. And <laughs> I've been home since. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I finished what I was doing in that room and I closed the door. <laughs> and I burnt the place down. <laughs> and I did not go back into that room until it was gone. Um, I told my boyfriend about it and I was just like, I can't tell if it's a Palo Verde beetle or a cockroach, but I think it's a cockroach. I don't see like really big long antenna and it doesn't look quite as like black or like, you know, hard like it, but it's a big bug. So you don't know if it was black or hard? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but it was huge. And I just, I didn't, I, nope, that's not for me. That's not for me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pick that up. <laughs> if I close it, it's not, it's out of my. Yeah. I told him about it. it. Through it. And I was just like, that's it. I'm scared to go back in there. I don't even want to go near it. I'm scared. It's just playing dead and it's going to wake up. Like if it leaves that room, that's fine. I don't care. If it wakes up and it gets out of my house, I don't give a shit. Be away. Um, <laughs> Good for you, sir. Bye. He, he left it for like a day too. And then he was just like, it's still, I'm just going to, he like picked it up and threw it away <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, thanks. Like, thank you. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> I You're just like, you threw it away, right? Don't, don't flush that shit. That's just sit drains. on it. It'll survive, uh, even though it's already dead. It'll come back. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> the uh, the effect that the bugs, like, that the demon was in, the effect that it had on the people that it was taking over was super zombie-like. Um, like, the dude walking through the airport, the TSA guy, yeah. walking through the airport, I would have been like, nope, dude's a zombie, I'm out of here. Like, Fuck my flight. I'm done. Especially when he's like just shoves his hand in the fry fryer. And everyone's like, <laughs> and they're still standing around staring. I'd be like, no, 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 no. We all need to back up. Like, get away from this dude. So you got to think back then they didn't have the zombie fear that we have now. Like, we all believe that the walking dead could happen. Back then? This was only a couple years ago. It was still. I'm going. The walking dead was in its prime a couple years ago. Shut up. You know it's true. <laughs> I know. It shows dead now. But it was. It was in its prime yes. then. Um, God, yeah. Just like. There was so much no. about that. Yeah. And then like I'm running away with my kid if I'm in the grocery store. And she's like when he goes, well, how come she can eat whatever she wants or whatever? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we're not staying around for this. Nope. At all. Uh-uh. We got to go because <laughs> they're possessed by a demon, honey. <laughs> That's why. You can have all the chicken nuggets you want if you're willing to take in that bug. Yeah. The kid would probably be like, hell yeah, let's do it. I get to eat all the time. And he'd be like, no, 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 wait. <laughs> Backfired. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was gross. And then as soon as like the dude got killed or wasn't like good enough or whatever it was that caused the demon to get out of that first dude and hop on into the next one, um, he looked like just completely, I don't know, just sucked the life out of him. For as dark as it got, I appreciated that they kept the humor with it throughout. Mm-hmm. You know, like when Constantine's trying to interview everybody, and then when he runs into like the butcher shop or you know slaughterhouse or whatever we want to call it, you know, and he's just like making fun of the pig and the cow and, and just yelling out loud, like, "Are is there anybody human here or alive?" <laughs> and yeah, I mean, but it's I want to say it was darker than. You know, like the vinyl episode or, uh, you know, anything else we've seen so far. Just because it just, it, again, with the, the carving of the face. And I think that's that, what really got you. That's what really made you feel like it was dark, I think. Because it was like it was shown. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't one of those, oh, he's got a carving of the face. We're going to shoot from the back of the head and you were going to see him like look like he's doing something. But, like, they actually showed, like, the knife going in and and even, like, the cutting out of the tongue. And there was just stuff going on throughout that I was just like, wow, CW would never get away with any of this. Uh -uh. CW could get away probably with, I feel like on Supernatural, they could get away with um, what happened with the vinyl episode with, like, you know, blood blood exploding on the wall. And, like, that's all you see. Because it wasn't like they actually showed anything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Um, and then like even the drug trips and all that other stuff that was tripping going, balls <laughs> going on. Like, I mean, they do drug, they do little drug trips on uh, on Legends. Yeah, but but not, it's not it's like, not as eyeball mature. Yeah, 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 yeah. The eyeball <laughs> thing, like. Oh boy. There was just a bunch of stuff this week that I was like impressed by. Let me just scoop up my eyeball real quick. <laughs> I got to see it from your vision. Oh, like, wait, God. what? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> That's not a thing. It was weird. But this is all stuff like, you know, we kind of talked about that if, you know, they were to get an HBO, a Netflix, even an AMC type contract with this type of show, that they could have got away with it and got. Probably a lot more viewers in this day than being stuck on NBC, which was coming off of their, you know, uh, Thursday night comedy friends and all that shit just ended. And, you know, what do we have on NBC right now? 17 things of uh, Law and Order Uh, because they, you know, they weren't up there. Um, You know, they were known for comedy. They weren't known for this type of show. I think, you know, in this day and age of just the multiple channels and everything gone out this could have been really really good yeah i think it's it's nbc just caters to a more mass market of like do you like crime shows and also sitcoms we are the place for you that's it we'll show sitcoms get in front of the tv and watch it with your family Yeah. yeah or game shows yeah like the voice Competition yeah. shows, yeah. game shows, things like that. Yeah, they, they're they all that shit. Um, yeah, voice seven nights a week. Uh, America's Got Talent every day of the summer. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, I yeah, I think someplace, a home like Netflix could have been really successful. Could have been really good. Um, they, had they been so deep into their programming... They may have even considered taking it too. You know, they saved Lucifer. Yeah. Um, and Constantine had just as much, if not more, backing. Backing. Um, yeah, but Netflix is at that point now where they're just like, we're losing all the Disney stuff, so we'll take whatever you got. You're getting canceled. We'll take you. You're getting Disney, canceled. They're losing basically everything, like DC, and like, yeah, they're yeah. losing all of that except for the CW stuff. Um. <laughs> I mean, they're they're probably on a grab right now of we got to make sure we have the content out there. There's another streaming service, too, that's going to be coming out. What the hell is it? I don't remember. I want to say it's like. I don't remember. There's something else. There's another one other than Disney and um, like DC. DC. And those are huge. That's a ton of programming. And DC is going to be like all the Marvel movies and everything like that, too. So it's just like, what? Yeah. What do you and Star Wars? Like, what are you even gonna watch? Yeah, exactly. They're, uh, I think, like you said, though, Netflix probably would have grabbed at it today. You know, just being in the state that they're in. Yeah, and being being more into their own original programming too. That's grown so much just in the past like two years. So, um, we we get more Zed this episode too. A little bit more about her character. A little bit more about her powers. Um. You know, she she's really enjoying her visions more when they're not, you know, terrifying. And they're usually not at this point. 
So, um, I mean, for instance, they're out there outside and John's like nursing his hangover and she, she's like, oh my God, there's like gold coins. Oh, this is so nice. Like what a nice little vision that I'm seeing. And really it's just, you know, the fact that Manny, the angel was there pennies from heaven. Yeah. I, I, I did like, like that when he comes in, he's like, oh, some people take the literal sense of, you know, what, what they see. And, uh. It's definitely, I think I like the way they're going with this character a lot better than what Liv would have been because everything that Liv saw was just terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we still get a lot of, like we talked about with the, what was it, the Lavender or what was her name now? I can't even remember. Jasmine. Jasmine. Um, You know, type, not not everything's literal. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which is a thing that I really like. It's like, oh, hey, what is... What does this mean? What could this mean? What's nearby or what's happening? Um, the thing that sucked was seeing the way her powers can get just like nerfed and she can just be taken out. And that's when Gary and her touched. It forces her into like a like a weird vision and she got just all of the bad, all of the negative inside of him. All of the, and she literally physically felt withdrawal symptoms yeah. from his addiction. That's insane. Yeah, and well, that sucks. Well, it sucks, but it also showed that we always talk about we can't have these overpowering characters. That they just can't go up and be able to grab everything and figure everything out. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, cool. They've they've effectively nerfed her. Yeah. You know, without like being like, oh, that's bullshit. Well, no, that you can take the darkness out of the people too. Um. I also thought it was funny. Like, was there a little jealousy with John there? Yeah, a little bit. Like, did you touch? Like, I was like, hey. I thought I told you to keep your hands off of yourself, uh, off of each other. Like, yeah. 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 So, yeah, totally. I, uh, a little, a like funny. I said, it's always it's always nice when they find a way to effectively nerf it that we're just not calling bullshit every time. So. I agree. I like it a lot. Uh, you know, it's a, you never know what you're going to get. It's just like a mixed bag of stuff with a power like that. Sometimes you're going to get something great. Sometimes you're going to get something negative. And I think it heavily is, is probably heavily dependent on where with another person, where that person's at mentally and emotionally and stuff like that. And he's so consumed by his addiction that of course, that's a lot of what she saw and felt. Again, I've only seen the two episodes we're going to cover right now. Like, is she going to like, can she just touch anybody and see things? I don't think so. Uh, it's like, is this going to be like uh, Bruce Willis and Unbreakable mm-hmm. where he just sits in the train station with his hand up? And, like, we got to follow that guy. I don't think so. I think uh, there's got to be like a strong emotional response that she picks up or something. You know what I mean? Or just even something to do with technically the darkness. Because she was sitting there. She was sitting there um, with the map. And she was trying to find something. It was at the beginning of this episode, right? Or no, was it next, next one? one? Damn it. You're well, right. next episode. <laughs> but we see that it doesn't always work for her. Yeah. Is she, there's a point where she's sitting there and she's looking at the map and she's like, I'm trying to find something. Keep trying. Well, I am. And there's, you know, nothing happening. So I don't think that it's that she can just go up and just poke something and be like, oh, perfect. I got a, got a lead. <laughs> Pinged. Got it. Let's go. Yeah. Drop a pin. Let's go. I don't I don't think that it's like that at all. I think it she has to pick up on something. You know what I mean? There has to be some sort of like heavy emotional resonance or 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 something going on. 
So, yeah, I I don't know. Um, what overall? What are your what are your feelings on how dark the show is getting and and where it's going? I just think uh, overall this is a lot better show than I expected. I I don't know what my real thoughts were going into it. Like, I think when I hear canceled, I always think bad. You know, it only got through thirteen episodes. Didn't even get the full twenty two. You know, didn't get approved for the back nine or whatever the fuck they call it in TV language. Um, and everything so far has been good. Like the darkness is there. The writing's there. The acting's definitely there. It's 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 up there. CG you know, isn't cheesy. Yeah, it's n- nothing is. Which is a danger with, you know. Yeah, and they've they've used a lot of it good to where even like drug withdrawals and stuff like that are more done with like shaky camera and some lens flares and that. It's not like CG fucking porn overload. Let's try to make every demon a demon. It's like, no, we can do bugs good. Let's do bugs. Mm-hmm. You know, let's not try to make this anything more than it is. Yeah, yeah, wow. exactly. Um, I agree. I really, I'm really, really disappointed that there's only 13 episodes of this. Yeah, it's definitely. I'm I'm already anticipating that cliffhanger we've already heard so much about. Yeah, and going waiting to be disappointed at the end as we pulled off our thirteenth episode. Go well, <sighs> fuck. <laughs> and it's gonna be hard moving into Legends after that. You know what I mean? Which yeah, is more. We're gonna, upbeat. A, we're, we're gonna have a mind state, or a, you know, in our mind, we're gonna be thinking, okay, this is what we're getting. Yeah. And I wonder if they'll address anything from. Yeah, I, NBC I feel like show. they have to. They have such an opportunity to like do something good for fans, and I feel like Legends is a show that wants to do that. You I know mean, what I mean? Even if Legends was the one that closed out what was the season was supposed to be, somehow that like the map is technically what they're going after, and we find out he's been manipulating them the whole time to finish his mission. Oh boy! I don't know. Yep. All right. Well, with that, we'll wrap up this episode of DC on CW Constantine Edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rain Man digital app. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW. And our Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitch. You can find us at twitch.tv. Just search Rain Man Digital and we will catch you next time. I walk my path alone because let's be honest who'd be crazy enough to walk it with me